You're listening to the sweet, funky sounds of Mr. Dave Rick Bowie and one Mr. Jonathan Lennon with their hit song, Fame. From the musical, Fame. That's not true. Famous people. <laughs> you know, I don't know about you, Josh, but I'm really thankful for all of the celebrities that are helping us get through this troubling time. Yes. I don't know how I would make it without them. I I don't know why, but I just thought of... I don't know if we talked about this, but I thought of the YouTube video of all the celebrities singing Imagine. Mm, and I was just like... It. I was just like... <laughs> I really haven't... <laughs> Have you not? No, I refuse to watch that show. Oh, but, but, but you know it exists, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was posted in uh, We Love Dan Hates the Beatles, the Facebook yeah. group. By the way, Bitch. this is Dan Hates the Beatles. I'm Dan Hates the Beatles. That's Josh. Hey, I'm, I like him. Um, and, yeah. We, yes. I, um, I, I just, I, I'm not normally one to shit on celebrities for, like, trying to do stuff, but I was just like, mm-hmm. that was the dumbest thing that has ever happened in this universe or any other. Um, hmm, the dumbest? That's a big standard. I, I know, but I've done my research, Dan. You should do yours. <laughs> and, <laughs> done your space oops. travel. and no, it, it was just like, so like, I don't, I just didn't get it. But like, and I, I can't imagine, I think what happened was, I don't know who started it. Maybe it was Wonder Woman who started it since she was the first one to sing on the video. But like maybe, um, yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe Greek Linda Carter, Carter, uh, you know, like was like. Isn't she I, Israeli? I think she's I, Israeli. I don't know, it, but they play it off as Greek in the uh, in the movie. movie? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Gal Gadot. Maybe she was just like, I want to do this thing, and she was very excited, and and nobody really had the heart to be like, okay, mm. okay, but why this song? Like, it doesn't make yeah. sense. <laughs> Like with what's going on, it's yeah. so out of place. Um, it doesn't make any sense. So they just kind of went along with it. I don't know, but um, yeah, I it, I it bothered me so much, and I hated it so much that I was like, "Fuck this! We're going to listen to David Bowie now." Yeah, that's we're, not true. Either. We're we're kind of shifting, right? Are we gonna, yeah. I, so a little little peek behind the curtain in terms of, and I, we don't need to get directly into this because I know there's stuff that you want to talk about too. But um, just to give people a lay of the land here uh i can't fucking tolerate any more john uh, paul mccartney i <laughs> just i can't do it mm-hmm. and when i when i every time i've thought about like contacting josh to be like hey when's a good time to record I'm like uh i just it's it doesn't excite me at all i mean it excites me to like do this but I, I at least need a break from the solo shit. Yeah. And this is something we've been talking about doing. So what, and now that we're in uh, uh, the, the wonderful glorious times of COVID, the, the, the name that I was waiting for to, to do this hit me. Welcome to Bowie are screwed. Bowie are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, an offshoot of, yeah, we'll a, figure it out. A partner, a um, yeah, a miniseries, a, a subsidiary. Uh, yeah, 
who knows? Who knows how we're going to handle it in the feed? Who knows how far we go with this? Uh, Who knows if we ever get back to the solo shit with the Beatles? Um, But it's kind of an interesting inversion for me because I'm a huge Bowie fan. Not like the, not a mega mega fan, but I, I like him a lot and have generally positive feelings towards him. And Josh, if I remember, well, what's your, what's your experience with Bowie? I just don't really know. Um, I, yeah, I, I haven't been exposed and, and even then, like this, like the song "Fame," it took me several years before I realized that was even David Bowie. Because yeah. much like the Beatles, his sound has kind of changed and evolved over time, and and he has different sounding songs. Um, and those two are perfect, and they're analogous to each other in a way that is Yin and Yang. Um, yeah, and, and and we agree about that. We we've mm-hmm, often both mm-hmm. said that David Bowie is the Beatles of his time. Um, as far as the changing. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But just so we're clear, so we're level setting here, you're you're not necessarily feeling, and if you are, it's fine. I just want to clarify, you're not necessarily feeling like negative feelings towards Bowie. No, towards Bowie, no. Right? Um, I don't feel negative feelings about Bowie. I know that this, that fame song is Bowie, which I didn't know that John Lennon also co-wrote it, so that's a nice segue. Yeah, um, right. I know the Man Who Saved the World song. Oh, so what did I say? Saved. Sa- no, sold the that, world. That was Jesus. Um, yeah, so I don't know a lot of his music, and but I think there could be something similar where um, I don't see what the big deal is about Bowie. But <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm looking forward to that as a comedic possibility, but I will have difficulty <laughs> with that, which I think will be really fun. Well, here's the qualifier: I I haven't been. The reason is because I haven't been exposed to all of his music. So after his right. music, I might, I might um, see what the big deal is. But who knows? Maybe, who knows? maybe not. Um, but it's been it's been a while. Um, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I, um, you know, I'm uh, I have my my good days and my bad days. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get bored a lot. Whatever. I so. And and again, I I don't I don't know if we'll <laughs> if we'll cut this out, but I, well, at least one thing that I wanted to bring up, which is I was thinking earlier today, um, and this is in wake of um, the most recent uh, right cop murdering a black American citizen. Um, so context for this, and I really, really hope that I, I probably will get, <laughs> I should, if I don't edit this episode before a month from now, then just hunt me down and punch me in the face. Not wait. No. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. we're recording this Thursday, May 28th at about 6 PM. So shit's been happening. And yeah. And, and if you don't, if you don't edit this and until like a month later there, I mean, I'm, I'm going to. You know, it, it it could be a different black man that was killed by a different um, white police officer. So, so we don't. Unfortunately, know. that is true. Yeah, but this time it is um, about a you know the the latest uh, the guy kneeing on the on the black guy's neck and killing him. George Floyd mm-hmm. was his was his name. Yeah. Um, so, 
there's there's so many things that are that have so many ideas have floated in my head. Like I could say right now, well, I, I don't want to get political, but we're going to talk about this. But I, I hate that phrase. I don't want to get political. It seems it's, like it's. I think it, it's time to get political. I mean, well, it's it's already political. I, I just don't like the framing of politics as this separate thing when it's yeah. It's it's everything. Politics mm-hmm. politics is literally everything, including this podcast, including I mean it's just it affects everything and and I think um I don't want to get political is the coward's way of saying like I don't want to either I'm like I'm too stupid or lazy or I'm a white guy who benefits from the status quo and I don't want to change the status quo. But here mm-hmm. here's here's the one little like there's, we could have an entire podcast about all of this stuff. But here's one little thing I'm gonna I'm gonna say is, and I made a Facebook post about it. Um, but basically, it's like, okay, Dan, you're a white man in America. Um, what? Yes, and shit, and That's it doesn't cool. it doesn't matter what year it is. Um, but it's 2020. But insert any year, and that means you will be born into circumstances in a country and a society that automatically gives you a plus one just for mm-hmm. being white and in particular a white man. So you as a white man can, you have a lot of choices in life, but in respects to what I'm in respect to what I'm talking about, you have two choices. One is I can um, take a look at this, uh, this, this social, or I should say racial hierarchy that exists in the, in our country and in the world. And I could um, see uh, the people of color who are being oppressed, and I could be like, you know what, um, sucks for you. I I happen to be born white. I'm gonna ride this thing out. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy the fruits of this white uh, supremacy, this white um, privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can do what you do, and which I applaud you for. Which you're gonna say, no, <laughs> this is wrong. White supremacy is a bad thing. Um, we should be, we should all have equal access to everything. Um, there should be no oppression of people of color or of women or of LGBTQ people. Um, things should be equal and I'm going to stand up for equality for all. And I'm going to be an ally for, um, people of color, which you do. So I applaud you because I feel like, thank you. I feel like, um, you know, uh, for all the flack that white people get for all the shit that they do. And they do do a lot of, I mean, the bad ones, the good ones don't get enough credit for being allies because it is so easy to just let the status quo be and to not do or say anything and just like talk about video games and bullshit and just like live your life while, um, black men are being murdered in the streets. Um, and so I can understand how a lot of people, I mean, I don't respect that decision for those who do, but I understand right. it because it's easy. But um, but good for you for being one of the good ones who's who does the right thing and speaks out uh, because it's the right thing to do, even though it's not it's not in your. I mean, it's not in your disinterest. Is that is that the way of saying it? it it's like it's not going to harm you if things are equal. But you know, if things are equal, you you, you stop getting the white privilege that you currently have. And you're okay with that because it's the right thing to do. So kudos to you, my friend. Well, thank you. I, I, um, I don't know. I think it's just, it's shitty to see shitty things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's shitty to see shitty things. And, um, you know, it doesn't have to happen to you to, to be affected by it or to at least feel some empathy or sympathy rather. Um, so, um, 
yeah, you just have to weigh the two things of like, um, you know, continue white privilege and I get to benefit while, you know, people suffer or I try to stop it and things are equal and I just don't get like such an easy ride anymore. I get a, I get a normal ride. So, well, yeah. Um, I don't want to, so I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm adding, I'm, I'm adding on to what you're saying is like, and because I'm such a cool white dude, I, but thank you separately (laughs) or related uh, to what's going on. I just remember um, at some point seeing, you know, a lot of things that people are talking about and I, um, I'm kind of late to like really understanding what white privilege means and is. Um, And I think something that hit me today was like, Oh shit. There's so many people like seeing what's going on and they're like, Oh no, it's like now it's extra bad or something. And that's, that's fine. If that's what gets you to a good place, that's fine. But like, this is also just, this is normal for people and that's not okay. Yeah. Like not like the norm, not, not like this is, I don't know. I don't know how to talk about this stuff, <laughs> but it, it, the, the thing that gets it to such a profoundly fucked up place is that it's like, no, you don't, this is, it's, there was just a camera this time. Right. Yeah. There's, there's cameras now. Um, right, that are finally capturing what's been happening forever, mm-hmm. um, and not all of it, just some of it. I mean, even yeah. even today, probably something terrible happened, and it wasn't caught on tape or in film or whatever. And uh, so, but I, I, yeah, that's one great thing about camera phones um, yeah. that is sort of exposing this and. Um, you know, there, and there are levels to what people can do, you know, and like, I think just the simplest, but I guess the hardest is like acknowledging, um, acknowledging the problems, acknowledging white privilege, acknowledging mm-hmm. that, um, that, uh, that there's systemic racism, that there's, um, a problem with white police officers, um, murdering black men, um, because they're afraid of them for no reason or they're, or for reasons, but not right reasons. And um, yeah, yeah, there's, and acknowledging it. And then, I mean, I don't know, voting seems to be also kind of an easy thing to do, but also very (laughs) hard. You know, it's like, you don't have to like, you know, march. I mean, great. If you do, like, you don't have to like found a, a local chapter of this or that, you can just easily just acknowledge that it's happening and then maybe vote uh, a certain way. Um, maybe yeah, vote for the not white supremacist people. Yeah. Or I mean, also just such an entry level thing that can be done is like, if someone is telling you that their experience is this, just believe them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's part of it. Yeah. Acknowledging it is like believing what they're telling you and, and, um, um, I, again, but you have to acknowledge your like white privilege because if you don't acknowledge right. that, then their thing can't be true because how can it be true in this world where I quote unquote, I, the white 
guy. I haven't like, if I can do this and why can't you do this? Well, it's like, because you're right. white. And unless you see that your whiteness grants you things that um, people who aren't white don't get, yeah. um, then you, you can't understand. So um, yeah, yeah. The, it's, it's almost like the, the unimagin- unimaginability of it is the thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, I truly, I truly can't imagine what it must be like to like, be afraid of the police simply because of, you know, what they might perceive me as or what I look like, um, which is sort of like, holy shit, that's such a big thing. I can't even imagine it. And people live this shit. Yeah, I can, I can't really imagine it either because, you know, I am, okay, I'm a Latinx person, um, but even like even with even among minorities who are as a whole um, oppressed, you know, by um, the state or or white supremacy, but even within this group, there's another hierarchy that's in place. That's mm-hmm. not that we choose it, but it's just the way it is. That's essentially just a color gradient. So I'm like a I'm fair skinned, so I have it easier than darker Latino Latina people like. You know, and black people have it the worst because they're literally the darkest. It's such a arbitrary, dumb thing, but it's just yeah. like it's so unfortunate. It sucks so bad, and it's something that you can't change. Um, yeah, it. I. I mean, I don't. It's just I have no other point than just to lament the fact that it sucks, and mm-hmm. and it's hard. And sometimes it just needs to be said. You know, like <laughs> I don't think we have any. We're we're Dan hates the Beatles. We do jokes about you know the pie lady and have Ringo Starr in a boo box. And, you know, I've almost said many times that I'm glad John Lennon's dead. And like, but I don't. So I guess my point is that like the pressure. This isn't the place where we're going to be profound about things. That's not our job. And I mean, if we if it happens, it happens. But there is something to be said for just taking a moment to say to just acknowledge that holy shit this fucking sucks yes um but yeah so i mean this stuff's happening and it happens all the time and and a lot more people are in a fervor it seems like this time or maybe not um Mm -hmm. but i mean that's a good thing um but oh yeah totally um you know i uh to to our limited audience i mean i'm not i don't know I'm not trying to do things, but I guess I am. But I, I, I just wanted to talk about it with my friend Dan. But um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, if I can encourage somebody to stop and think or something, then that'd be great. Like there's that Martin Luther Martin Luther King quote about um, I'm going to butcher it, but he's basically talking about the white moderate and like how how important the white moderate is because like change doesn't happen without change is not going to happen in this country in this century without white Americans being allies. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just the way it's going to be. No matter how like united the people of people of color can, can become, we still need um, help from white people um, for whatever, for better, or for worse. So yeah. Um, I hope for a world of racial harmony one day. Um, but for that to happen, it's got to be everyone, including white people. So I don't yeah. know. 
Uh, my friend Bruce uh, posted on Facebook a quote that I think is fitting here. Um, I'm going to butcher the name of the person who who wrote it. It's El Haj Malik El Shabazz. I would have looked it up, but I wasn't expecting to read this. Um, the quote is the white conservatives aren't friends of the so-called Negro either. It's in the quote, but they at least don't try to hide it. They're like wolves. They show their teeth in a snarl that keeps the Negro always aware of where he stands with them. Uh, but the white liberals are foxes who also show their teeth to the Negro, but pretend that they are smiling. The white liberals are more dangerous than the conservatives. They lure, they lure the Negro, and as the Negro runs from the growling wolf, he flees into the open jaws of the smiling fox. One is the wolf, the other is a fox. No matter what, they will both eat you. Mm. That was because um, what that Cooper lady? That, yeah, I was just about yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. Turns out um, she was. Yeah, it turns out she's liberal or voted for Obama or whatever. And yeah, yeah. I guess when when push comes to shove, when the shit hits the fan, whatever. If deep down you're like a white supremacist, that's just gonna that's gonna come to the forefront like it did with this lady. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. What a what a terrible terrible thing that she tried to do, which is like, <laughs> you know, try to ruin this man. Like she, I mean, essentially, you can say that she's trying to get this guy killed. Oh yeah, she knew exactly what she was doing. Yeah. So and it was I, about putting her dog in a fucking leash, which is so so ridiculous. Well, it's <sighs> it, it was about somebody telling her what to do or somebody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so yeah, yeah. it's it's um. God, what a fucking brat. I I uh, I mean, normally I can feel some sympathy for people who have their life ruined like from the internet, but in this case no. I I have none because um because of the consequences that like sh- people die because of this because of mm-hmm. what she tried to do. She tried mm-hmm. to almost tried to she basically tried to kill the guy. Like right. I'm going to I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell the cops that an African American man that in this day and age she knew yeah we don't yeah we don't need to go i'm i'm going off now but um right yeah well and and i don't want to like default to giving her credit for anything here but it seems like maybe based on what she has said since maybe she has had her eyes opened a little bit and i think it would be great if if that proves to be the case you know if she does have more positive thoughts to share or something, you know, may hopefully it can be, I don't know. I don't know how to talk about this shit, Josh. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I really don't. I, I think it's, I mean, I, I'm not going to give her the benefit of the doubt yet because yeah. it's, no, it's, that's so, not, it's so soon. Like yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. she's still in like, please forgive me mode, which like, I, I don't think she's had time to really sit and reflect. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she's like, she knows she's in trouble. So of course she's going to, yeah. she's going to apologize of course, and do all this shit, um, which is um, fine. You know, at least she's yeah. doing that. She's, she's not like Donald Trump who like would, you know, he's like the, he's like the guy who like 
does this and then doesn't apologize for it. Like, right. Totally. Um, I think what I was trying to say is something along the lines of like, we shouldn't assume that she's like cured now. Cause it's like, it's been like days. Right. Yeah. But I hope that we are in a place where if, you know, after a great deal of time, it is shown that she's like, Oh, I have actually, I've totally learned that, you know, the world can, say okay you have if it's true you know and i don't fuck uh i hate (laughs) hate talking about this shit because i uh i mean I, i don't hate talking about it i just don't i don't know how to say the thing that i'm trying to say without sounding like a just some white asshole yeah and and you know, you have you've proved yourself to not be a white asshole, so um, you should feel a little uh, some safety in saying whatever you want to say. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Son of a gun. Hell um, yeah! But anywho, um, <sighs> so yeah, I think that's all I have about that for now. Cool. I don't my, think anything needs to get edited from that. My my levels, by the way, look lower than yours. Other waveforms. I don't know if that's mm. it, but uh, mm. little podcasting behind the scenes. Let me turn down the gain a little bit. I just don't want I to think, be a, a bitch to edit. Eh, I got my whole thing. Anyway, I'm good. You know what else I don't like besides white supremacy? Are <laughs> people posting their like engagement or like their um, pr- proposal? I don't, first of all, I don't like people videoing or photo, like uh, photographing themselves proposing. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe this is my own low self esteem talking, but like, I just don't like the whole look at me culture and yeah. taking such a private, intimate moment and like putting it on the internet for likes. Um, I don't know. It, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. At the same time, it's like, who gives a shit? Like, do what you want to do with your life. But, I still can't help but judge people who, um, who, uh, and of course, I'm sure I'm, I'm, of, of people listening, I'm sure they're feeling attacked right now because I'm, I think everybody does this, right? I mean, oh, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I, can think, it, it, I can think of one specific listener and they know who they are. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a, there's a person who I'm friends with on Facebook who, uh-huh. who they got proposed to in private. And then they recreated it via photo just so they could put it on Facebook. And I was like, come on, like just, I mean, I don't know. Do I know this person too? No, 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 you don't. Cause I, I, that that's next level dumb, but uh, new rules. If you're, if you get proposed to and that someone's not there to see it. Does the tree fall in the woods? I'm sorry that <laughs> I know. I know that that everything is objectively meaningless, and so yeah. it's just what we put meaning into. And you know, we're we're living within these systems that we create. But mm-hmm. having said, uh, yes, but <laughs> I think if nothing is ever private nothing can be sacred or nothing can be beautiful once everything is is shown to people to to get them to like 
like you or I don't know. I don't know. So uh, that's why. Josh, just, is this your subtle way of getting me to stop sending you pictures of my dick? Well, I just, no, I want you to keep doing it, but just don't, okay. tell, don't tell anybody that you're doing oh, it. Oh, all right. So oh. I'll take down the YouTube channel. Yes. It's like. <laughs> Speaking of, okay, one more thing before we yeah. get into the music. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, we're like 30 minutes in. I'm sorry to yeah, our listeners. Um, uh, YouTube apparently is not just for watching like little video, you know, short videos or sports right, clips. There's, there's also some porn on there. There's, oh, there is? I don't know. I don't know. But th- there's like curated channels and, you know, people doing, you know, some good work on there. So, you know, I, I wasn't really into um, subscribing to channels and shit before, but now mm. I'm, I'm starting to get into it because I'm spending a lot more time on YouTube because there's some really good stuff on there. Um, but uh, there's two things. You want to plug one of your favorites? Yeah, I'll, I'll plug two of my favorites because one okay. of them you know, which is yeah. the all gas, no breaks one. Which oh, is, shit. Which I is, love that channel. Just it's hilarious. Um, so just look look up all gas and breaks on YouTube. Yeah. And then this other one that's more um well, this guy I it's called in Innuendo Studios. Um, and I think before he would just did like, I don't know, pop culture and video game shit, but mm-hmm. he recently started doing political shit. So he basically so he has this playlist called or this videos called uh the alt-right playbook. Um and they're uh really Really good, really insightful videos. I think if you're conservative and you watch them, you probably won't like it. Um, mm. Maybe, well, I don't know. But as like uh, somebody who kind of leans left, um, it just feels very satisfying to watch. And like, it's just like a lot of aha moments and like, yeah, that's right. And again, um, I don't think it's going to do anything to change anybody on the other side. But uh, but either way, it's v- the guy has done his research and it's really good. So check it out. Cool. Um, well, since we're talking about favorite YouTube channels, one that I'm currently just really, really into is something called Mike's Mike. Um, it's this guy in Australia who has like a master's degree and he's super, super smart. And he just does some of the dumbest fucking things you'll ever see, like ranking. Uh, well, he tried to rearrange the alphabet. So that's one. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> he recreated uh, the recipe for ratatouille without a recipe, and by going only by what he saw in the movie. <laughs> it's just it's, and these are the things that like are not insane. Like he has this thing about the the entire Cars universe, the the Pixar Disney Cars universe, which is like, okay, well, why do they have doors if there's no people in this world? Why like he goes down the he goes down these rabbit holes that are fantastic. Um yes. Mike's Mike. Mike's Mike. Uh so hey Josh. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a little song called uh, Space Oddity? Yeah, I've heard of that that I've heard those two words together. Have you not heard the song? I probably have. Oh my god. Okay. Is that so the, uh, major tom to something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um I think for this for this one I was thinking I would load up the track listing for what is generally like the the compilation it's the with like giant letters the compilation album that most people got into Bowie with um of a certain direct certain generation called changes one Bowie all one word um 
so that's what we're doing. And it's just, I just want to see where you're at. See where you, uh, so this is, this is a compilation album. Yeah. This is kind of, kind of the best of his seventies stuff. Yeah. So we're going right into the, the, the greatest hits. Right. Because the stuff that I think people really end up loving David Bowie for are in his albums. Where what? Where else would they be? Well, I mean, like not ground singles. To major tom. So you said you've heard this song before. Yes. You know this song. Yes. Ground Tell me where you're at tom. with this song. Well, let me listen to it again. Okay. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Safety. It's good. Ground control to major toms. Educational. Well, just outside of the uh, song itself, I like a nice, I like a nice sci-fi theme to anything. So, protein pills—that's like you know, futuristic type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I dig it. So, based on entirely what you know about the song, what, and if you just need time to listen to the song let me know um what do you think this song is about like the theme of it or whatever i'd like to listen to this okay And if we need Whoa. to Is this the same song? Yeah. You didn't you didn't make that connection? No, I just I haven't heard the song enough to to, to have, have expected that that change oh. right in the middle of it. Right, 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 right. So what what I think the song is about, what I suspected was, you know, yeah, a, a man in space talking to ground control back on Earth. Yeah. That's all I. That's all I got. As far oh. as the song itself, I like the song. It's fine. It's not yeah. like. It's not a song that. It's going to become a favorite of mine. Right. And just, I mean, that, there are probably some songs in the catalog that, like, I shouldn't expect anything, and I'm aware of that. But there are some that I'm kind of expecting. The. You know, unhealthy expectation part of me is somewhat expecting a response of like, oh shit, that's amazing. None of these, I think, are that, you know. Um, so this this song gets into so like your, alienation and stuff. So you're wasting my time is what you're saying. Yes, absolutely. All of this shit. <laughs> well, I think there will be some that you that you hear and you'll pro- probably like you kind of alluded to kind of go like oh shit I had no idea you know um but yeah um a lot of a lot of alienation a lot of uh leaving the world behind all that kind of stuff these are themes that these are themes that we're gonna find in David Bowie's catalog as we explore it okay so that, that was Space that Oddity Space Oddity um that's you know I, I'm thinking about uh, David Bowie, he, he's not particularly a good singer. 
you know, like he doesn't have like a great voice. It's not a bad voice, but like he's got more range than voice. If that I, makes sense. Okay, I can, I can believe that. Um, yeah, but he's um, obviously a talented songwriter. Uh, mm-hmm. Just in that one song, there was definitely just a range in the like. It it didn't it wasn't predictable. Like the song right. kind of went. Now doing that for the sake of being unpredictable, it's not something that's like just necessarily good. But um, that's all, that song seemed to flow well, and and mm-hmm. it was it was still going off in some weird place when you cut it off. So it's it, it, anyway. I, I don't know what I'm saying except that uh, that's fine. I, I think part of my thing with David Bowie is like, hmm, what like what? Why is this guy so big? And it's like, okay. Well, his his voice. I mean, I, I mean. I, I think I knew that. Oh, I, no, no, okay. no. I knew he wasn't a great singer. So I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. so he must have good music despite, you know, like he's not like a, you know, a Freddie Mercury type of voice or like, uh, he's not, right. a, he's not a singer, singer type of, but like, he's also this kind of odd flamboyant, flamboyantly dressed yeah, weird dude. And I'm like, is he like Lady Gaga of the seventies? Um, that's not a bad analogy. What do you know about his like, uh, changing personas and characters and stuff? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. So when I, when, when we get into territory with Ziggy Ziggy Stardust, Stardust. is that just a song to you? Or are you aware that that's actually like a persona that he not only like play, like he was Ziggy Stardust for the time that he did Ziggy Stardust material. That was his whole like method. He was, he's like a method actor. No, this isn't the same. This isn't Stardust, the WWE wrestler that painted himself in gold and had black lipstick. Can I tell you something? What? The same fucking person. That's the same guy. Yeah. Yep. I knew it. Okay. Well, that's yeah. cool. I like gold yeah. dust. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know of Ziggy Stardust, but you, you might not be aware of like the extent to the that the character was taken. Um, are you aware of Th- Thin White Duke? Uh, thin White Dude? Duke. I know plenty of Thin White Dudes. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, the, just... That was. It's a question that um, someone in the uh, one of the David Bowie forums or, or groups. They're not forums anymore that I uh, hang out in. Wanted me to ask. Um, Is so four chan. Yeah, I. It's a four chan thing. I'm, a, I'm actually four chan. I'm in charge of it. <laughs> yeah, that's your thing. Yeah, I started it, and it's all. It's weird because it's all anonymous. So like, if I actually say. Hey, I'm I'm actually I am actually 4chan, then it'll just ruin the whole thing. It's like this weird, yeah. like it's like a Christopher Nolan movie I'm living in. Anyway, mm-hmm. here's John I'm only dancing. <laughs> Have you heard this song before? Um No. Okay. And I'm going to say something that's going to piss everybody off. My brother being all the Bowie fans and you. Mm-hmm. Which is, and I don't know if this is because we're doing this on a Beatles podcast. Mm-hmm. These musically sound like they could be like on a Beatles album. <laughs> First of all, 
Go fuck yourself. I, I, I know it's going to rub you the wrong way. <laughs> I know. I'm expecting okay. this. Not this part. Like it did? Yeah. The beginning it did. Well, yeah, I think that that's definitely on purpose. He, this, this is a send-up of this kind of a song. All right, let me listen to it for a second. Okay. Okay. I um yeah. I like this song. Um are you catching on to what's what's going on lyrically? Uh n- n- of course not. Okay. I um I lyrics are right going just over my I'm not even listening. So like for today's audience this isn't all that revolutionary or weird but this is his character singing to his boyfriend that he's only dancing with this woman that he's it's like yeah she turns me on but I'm I'm only dancing I'm still gonna go home and you know give you a blowy or whatever yeah <laughs> yeah bloge and he really likes guitars that sound like drills I've learned sure so yeah I like I like that I like that song um I uh, and of, of course I'm listening to this like over my PC, which it's right. coming from your PC. So like right. the sound quality for me isn't great. So um, yeah, it, it yeah, makes a little yeah. bit of a difference. But um, um, yeah, I like the uh, I like the guitar. I like the, the 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 lead guitar going on throughout the song. Um, but I, I mean, I just I take it in as a whole. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. on, the, on the first listen. I I my brain doesn't hurt enough, hurt it enough to kind of yeah start to to really analyze it. But on first listen, as a whole, as a musical piece, I liked it um, probably better than the last song, and mm-hmm. not as much as you know Lady Madonna. But that doesn't that's not saying much. Like it's I, it's it's a good song. I like okay. Uh, it's cute. It's, it's real cute. It's a, it's a little cute thing that he's it's doing. A, it's a, it's a real, real, real cutie of a song. Yeah. Um, ooh, I like that guy. I hope he comes back. Um, changes. I know you've heard this one. Yeah. And if we're if we're at a point that you don't need to even like hear any of it to say what you think about I'll, it, I'll listen to it again. All right, right. Now this song is considered like a manifesto for his career. Oh, you know what? I was my my girlfriend really loves the movie Zoolander, <laughs> and that was on the other day on TV. So she was watching yeah. it, and uh, and lo and behold, uh, when the two models Ben Stiller and Luke Wilson or no Owen Wilson are having um, a walk off against mm-hmm. each other, the the judge of said walk off is none other than David Bowie. <laughs> yeah. This song is ridiculous in karaoke, and no, I'm so upset that no karaoke producers have figured out how to do it. How nerdy am I? That's how nerdy. Mm, this is a very catchy song. Um, oh hell yeah! Yeah, 
very catchy chorus. I like this song. Now, what what instruments are Mr. Bowie playing? He is, is Mr. Bowie playing? He initially started out playing saxophone. Um, so generally, when you hear a saxophone in any of his songs, it's him. Um, Tight. He even has said before that he's kind of like uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, yep, people are yelling at me because they know the quote. Um, John Lennon. Shit, no. Uh, Young is the last name. Neil Young. Neil Young. Yeah, he said before that he's like the Neil Young of saxophone because like Neil Young doesn't have a great singing voice, but it's a very specific singing voice. Okay. So like the way he plays sax is very much the way he plays sax, but it's not he's not that versatile or he wasn't. Um, he could play a piano. And what does he play like does he play any instruments regularly? On his uh, albums, or does he just sing on his albums? Well, he writes and he he can, comes up with the entire concept for everything. He's writing all of this. He's writing music. He's writing the. Uh, but generally, he would bring in other musicians who were more skilled to play the instruments. But if need be, he could play a piano. He could play a synth. He could play a guitar. He preferred to play saxophone. Um, but he was really more of a studio guy. Like, uh, he was really... I think, like, the legacy of the Beatles in, in their studio albums, like Sgt. Pepper and all that shit, um, this really carries on because he's going into the studio with, like, some loose ideas and some, you know, some lyrics already written, but with the idea that, like, we're going to get in there and we're going to collaborate and we're going to find this thing together. Um he was really, really, and a really improvisational person um, to the point that sometimes he would just write full songs in like an afternoon and be like, okay, here it is. Nice. Yeah. So what you're saying is other people wrote the songs and he just takes credit for them and <laughs> sings over them. <laughs> Real cool. Oh, David this, Bowie. This, this is going to be a challenge for me. <laughs> <laughs> and truth hurts sometimes, Daniel. Yeah, it's sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like it's a singular vision. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, this is the show. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck! Okay. Um, speaking of Ziggy Stardust, is it loud enough for you on your end? Yeah, it's loud enough. Okay. Mm, not a fan of this one okay uh yeah this song is better in the album that it comes from is better than the song i think because the album is uh, a concept album about a character named Ziggy Stardust, who is an alien who is sent to Earth to save us all through rock and roll and sex. Oh. 
and he forms a band called the Spiders from Mars. Oh, nice. Which is why Where Were the Spiders comes in. But we don't need to continue listening to this. I think I, I've never been a huge fan of it myself. Um, Again, I can, I can appreciate the um, sci-fi themes. Right. I, uh, I, I can dig that, I guess. Should we make it to the album? Uh, I, I think I think you'll appreciate it. the context of it, but the context doesn't necessarily save this song. And stop. nothing, nothing will save that song. <laughs> Not even the Martian spiders themselves. You know what? I don't. I, I'm. That's fine. I don't care. I don't really care <laughs> for that song, so uh, that doesn't affect me at all. Have you ever heard the term "wham bam"? Thank you, ma'am, Josh. Uh, I coined it, so of course I've heard of it. Oh, you did not. Wait, what? This is a little song called Suffragette City. It's the first time I realized how fucking awesome that bass line is. I'm back in the USSR. <laughs> 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 lucky oh, you are, boy. Shit. No, no, Back no, in the US. Back in the US. Back in the USSR. Fuck. No, you're right. Okay. All right, but. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, shit. Now I, I just. I hear it too. Um. Oh, Okay, so... Is it an improvement? It's a fun game. <laughs> uh, you're going to walk out of this li- liking the Beatles more. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> their, their fingerprints are everywhere. Oh, uh, uh, shit. God, they, are, they are so similar, aren't they? Yeah. Well, USS, back in the USSR, back in the Suffragette City. Well, but did the Beatles come up with this? Ooh. Yeah, there it is. Which <laughs> is a fucking horrible phrase, anyway. <laughs> I went in, I went in. I was a wham bam, thank you, ma'am. I got out of it. <laughs> I just—it's fascinating to me how how that has like crept into the most douchey parts of pop culture when. <laughs> <laughs> its origins are like <laughs> this concept album 
yeah. by an openly bisexual man <laughs> is like exploring, uh, you know, gender and, <laughs> you know, you don't really know where your influence lands. Okay. So back in the USSR, you loved it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's better than the fucking bullshit that the Beatles did. Right. Um, no, I, I, I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't much care for suffragette city. I, okay. I mean, I sort of like back in the USSR. I don't, that's not one of my favorite Beatles songs, yeah, but, uh, yeah. so song when, when, when you were wouldn't. listening to that, were you really just hearing back in the USSR? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, no, that, it, made, it, that makes sense. It, yeah. It almost immediately came, it came to mind. Um, and, uh, yeah, can't help, you know, um, so off topic, but still on topic. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I forgot, I forgot what was the catalyst, but it got me, th- it must've been a Beatles song. And then it just got me thinking of to that, that one time where you just like broke down and you were so angry <laughs> at John <laughs> Lennon and, yeah. what piece, and what a piece of shit he was. And like, yeah. you were like talking about like how big of a piece of shit he is. And like, yeah. Yeah. And like, I think there, you- there are three times in the recording of this podcast that I almost like physically had to jump out of myself and like put my hand over my mouth before saying as a joke, but like to, to, to further prove an actual feeling that I was feeling that, mm-hmm. that I'm glad he's dead. Right. Mm-hmm. Which isn't a feeling I've ever actually had, but it's like, I mean, you know, my humor and I'm sure people listening to this know by now, like that's going to the worst possible extreme is something I do. And I was <laughs> just like, I, it's not fair to do that, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just thought about that the other day. Yeah, and those laughing to myself, <laughs> and you were very worried about me. <laughs> I mean, in in the moment, I was like, yeah, "Oh my yeah. god!" Like he's really upset. <laughs> but of course, now getting some distance, like I think it's hilarious. Like, yes, yeah. nah. in a, in a good way, not like I'm laughing at you, but like, no, like, I know. I think it's like a fun, like a funny podcast moment that you get right. so upset. <clears throat> some something I've learned in doing these podcasts is that apparently, me being annoyed or bothered by something is like enjoyable. So whatever, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and real little, quick and real quick yeah. before the next song, um, yeah. a couple of people have actually tweeted at me um, talking about some Beatles songs that we missed. Uh, and, and of course I'm, I, I think at the beginning we weren't doing like every song from every album. So, yeah, but I just wanted to say if they are listening um, at some point, we will cover those songs that you specifically talked about and right. uh, and we'll cover those. All right. One of the nice things about this is that I think we both genuinely enjoy doing this. And I th- just, I know, I know I just, I need a fucking break from Paul McCartney. And <laughs> oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, he sucks. Well, the, the good thing is that, well, it, when we cover those songs, it'll be back. It'll be like nice to go back to like the Beatles together and, and mm, as, as compared nice. to just. For me, it will. Yeah. And for you, it will too. I don't know. Uh, This is Gene Genie. Sorry, the Gene Genie. Say you want a revolution. (laughs) Well, you know. But it has more harmonica. Flashback blazers and ate all your razors while pulling the waders, talking about Monroe. I mean, it's a basic rock structure, right? 
So it's just a matter of do they? Do, the Beatles didn't create. It was, it was funny because wait, start the song again. Start it again. Okay. Because okay. you know how revolution starts, right? You say yeah. you wanna rev okay. But the Beatles didn't invent that. Yes, they did. They, <laughs> they actually did. They didn't. That's a R and that's an old R and B thing that they borrowed skillfully, I think. All right. Play it again, but I, I'm actually gonna listen to the song. Say you wanna okay. <laughs> So my thoughts so far (laughs) are it's a fine, you know, a a finely put together piece of music. Yeah. The, the execution of like the it's chorus amazing. like is amazing it doesn't go where i prefer it to go okay. i think that's just a matter of taste like, <laughs> oh fuck you no <laughs> I, I don't mean like good taste versus bad taste i mean like some people like chocolate some people like strawberry right yeah yeah and like <laughs> i just musically i'm used to hearing it go somewhere else and like <laughs> Stop taking this personal. I'm not. It's just this is this is complete like this is, <laughs> this is karmic justice right now. <laughs> Maybe I'm understanding you more. Maybe. That's what this that's all this is. I just wanna be I just wanna be your friend. You know, the the chorus has like a real kiss feel to it. Like <laughs> Detroit Rock City. Like very seventies. All right, so they came after, so that's fine. Very seventies, like upbeat, and I, I get it. It's, it's just fine. It's just like, yeah, it's not the kind of music that I would like. Wow, then you're gonna love the next one. <laughs> not gonna lie, the next one I I have that shit. All right, you've basically heard yeah. the song. Do you need to hear more? No. Okay. Um, so Josh, <clears throat> mm-hmm. what genre of music would you say this is? Genre. Yeah. Uh, the s- style, the genre of music, like a, a very general. Like so far? What I've heard so far? Yeah. Like what, what in a very broad sort of uh, rock sense. Rock and roll. No, it's genocide, Josh. Fucking, just full disclosure, I fucking hate this song. Fun fact, this is David Bowie playing guitar. Jumping Jack Flash, it's a gas, gas, gas. <laughs> Sounds like a Rolling Stones song. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm sure it's very annoying, yeah, but I, I, I can't help. But that fits. I, and I think for Bowie, especially at this time, that wouldn't have been a negative. 
because I mean his his whole deal was really not like invention as much as it was like hey I'm gonna take this thing from over here I'm gonna take this thing from over here and I'm gonna blend them in a way that kind of shows off what I like about those things you know sure yeah I, I'm with you I don't like this song um, it's also very long you don't have to listen to all that yeah no 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 I this is a, that was Diamond Dogs, in case. Uh, Diamond Dogs. So, okay. It's an album I love, but I fucking hate that song. Let me give you my impression so far of David okay. Bowie based okay. on these handful of songs. Got it. Which is, I think, sort of the same before, which is like, okay, a um, couple, couple of catchy tunes in there, but nothing groundbreaking for me. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the stuff sort of blends into some other stuff that's just around the same time period. Although, you know, but he's one man doing all of these different types of sounds. So I get, right, you know, there's something right. to be said about that. Um, but, uh, you know, much like kind of the Beatles kind of, they, they would swing and miss with like their attempts at shit. I, mm-hmm. I, these feel like kind of just, misses or their hits but i just don't like that kind of music so i'm just like okay right. but this might be you might be doing it well but it just doesn't do it for me mm-hmm. um so those are my impressions so far okay that's fair uh i would actually agree with a lot of that um aside from me you know having grown up with it and uh, you know i have a, a a deep affection for a lot of it um you know listening to it with as fresh ears as I can, I can definitely hear what you're saying. Um, and that's part of why I hope that we can get deeper into his other stuff because that's, he's, he's a weird musician. He's a, he's a weird artist and that like, you know, most people it's about like, Oh, this here's this compilation. This is absolutely the best stuff. And I think, and I think a lot of fans probably agree with this based on what I've seen. It's like, it's, it's really different with him where it's like, okay, if you can tolerate this base level of what's going on, when you actually digger, dig, digger, when you digger into the deeper derp burp, um, it, that's, that's where the really interesting stuff lies. Um, you know, so they're not like this. This is Rebel Rebel. You're listening to Dan Hates the Beatles. A little something for your five o'clock drive home. Here's <laughs> Rebel Rebel from David Bowie. I'm going to be reading jokes from the newspaper at five o'clock. We're going to blow an air horn. And we're going to have Fred Flintstone say yabba dabba do because that's what happens when you get off of work. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got uh, roses for Roger. We're going to try to ruin as many marriages as we can. That's right. We've already ruined both of our marriages, and now we want to. <laughs> now we're on a dark Clive Barker like mission to spread misery with all of the airwaves. I've heard this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is. I would be a surprised if you hadn't. Uh, 
So we're at like 1974, I think, ish. Wait, don't, don't fucking yell at me, uh, Bowie fans. I know I'm wrong. 75. Fuck. You know what? Fuck you. 74. 69. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you need to hear any more of this? Uh, no. Okay. I like, I like the. Um, I can always appreciate a nice guitar riff. Uh, yeah. Being a guitarist myself. Uh, but um, again, this just sounds like another Rolling Stone song. Right. And again, you can go fuck yourself. No, I think. Uh, and, and and that's just because I I I know of Rolling Stones. Maybe if I had grown up differently. I would hear a Rolling Stone song and be like, "Well, that's just a David Bowie song. What are you like? What are you doing?" Right. You know. Maybe- well, at this at this point in time, Bowie and Mick Jagger were hanging out and um, sixty nine. Stor- there, there's there's some stories, um, but yeah, what I was going to get to is he was Bowie was basically trying to out Jagger Jagger because he knew that it annoyed him, <laughs> which Ooh. is amazing. <laughs> Kindred spirits. Um, so, Josh, you've gone to uh, karaoke with me a couple times, right? I have. So you have heard this song. This is Young Americans by David Bowie. You're listening to Danny It's the Beatles. Gonna ruin another marriage. You know what? We're gonna ruin an entire family unit. It's called Bounce House of Love. See the premise is that they call and they're like, "Hey, you got a bounce house? What, what house do you want to send it to?" And the guy's like, "Uh, send it to my other family." Yeah, Timmy, and then Dad. Who's Timmy? Timmy's better at jumping on things. Bobby. What the crap? Oh, I took a dark turn. No shit. <laughs> Let me listen to this song. <laughs> now, I like this song. Sharp-eared listeners will hear a young Luther Vandross singing in the background singers. Is that him on the uh, saxophone? No, that, that is not him. That's uh, Dave on. Sanborn. But, but we can't do that shit. Well, especially not now. Oh, yeah! <laughs> oh, that... Oh, that hurts when I do that. I gotta do it more. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. And David Bowie is the kind of guy that's... He, he strikes me as the kind of guy who does <laughs> weird bridges. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you know he's funky. Well, um, <laughs> this period he was really coked up. Yeah. You know, maybe he had ADD. 
That's actually that's that's probably true. And I think I've seen enough supporting evidence that that is most likely the case. Cause yeah, his his whole fucking thing was that um You know, he would latch he would have an idea and he would like go deep into it. Like this whole this song comes from an entire album of soul music, like actual soul music that he made with actual soul uh, musicians. Um, and then no more of that. <laughs> it's just, I did it. Now yeah. moving on. Now I'm going to make some racist stuff. <laughs> yeah. What? Huh? <laughs> it's playfully racist. <laughs> Ah, uh, Thin White Duke's a fun character. That's a nice segue into um, uh, a thing I wanted to talk about, which was American versus British bands or artists. Yeah. Fade out on this song for me. So I'll, I'll fade out. The, uh, there we go. I um. So yeah, I uh, I saw this on Twitter or something, but of course this is just a, a timeless. Um, on the sofa type of discussion that you have with your friends, which is right. you were reading Donald Trump's Twitter. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I suddenly thinking it's like, um, yeah. What as far as a British versus American, which is about all we can do or all I can do because, um, you know, we are we do live in the Western world after all. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to artists and bands, I feel like. Britain owns the U.S. when it comes to rock bands, um, and I'm not going to disagree with that at all. Because especially considering, you know, that's basically what I listen to. Yeah, I mean, so let's do your top three British rock bands versus your top three American rock bands and see how they oh, stack shit. up. Okay. Um, do you have your top three? Because um, I, I, I would have to think about mine. I can quickly give one of like, okay, I'm going to go with the, the Beatles, uh, Led Zeppelin, and uh, let's just pick one from current. David Bowie. Um, not in mine, no. Uh, is, mm. is Wait, is, is Radiohead even? Are they from yeah. the UK? Yeah, okay. We're so oh, ones. are you kidding? Yeah, they're yeah. super UK. Radiohead, um, Led Zeppelin, and the Beatles stacked up against, like, I don't know, like fucking Nickelback. Uh, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> like, what's a very, I mean, like um, a P- Pearl Jam, uh, Metallica, and uh. like Aerosmith? Um, and the. <sighs> I, I don't even really like Aerosmith that much, but uh, you know, more like Elvis Presley, maybe. Um, you know, um, America doesn't really shine on with rock bands, but where they do yeah. shine are a couple of ways. One racism. is what, here, racism. Well, fast food. Well, w- when it comes to any kind of black music, so oh yeah, you know, I mean, obviously we invented the you know jazz and the blues so it's like mm-hmm. uh, no contest but then like you know I, I guess the uk has rap now but like there's there's no way they're ever gonna i mean they might catch up at some point but right yeah we own rap right um another thing is which on well, hip-hop which hip-hop, is not the same thing yeah yeah r&b sure mm-hmm. um 
that my girlfriend brought up was too was like okay I, I think American has uh, America has better uh, pop artists as well which I wasn't even thinking about because of how <laughs> much I discount pop music as a genre as a whole oh yeah no that's probably true um, but like when you think of like British pop like I mean I, I can't even I can't even name them from like back in the day they all have to be current like Adele Ed Sheeran and Sam Smith otherwise I don't really know who else. Um, you know, they're, they're any kind of British, any older British pop. But then um, I think as far as also just pure, like just vocalists or singers, mm-hmm. America might win. Um, a lot of black women, uh, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin. Um, you know, we have some, some, some nice, uh, some pretty good singers that, you know, can probably trump the best of like, you know, any kind of British divas. Right. Well, I think I think it, there's probably a lot more that can be analyzed about that, but I think it comes from like I think we value um, perfection as, and I don't mean that in like uh, it's better. Like we part of the culture is like I I want to make the perfect pop song. I want to make like, I want to learn how to do make like, I want to find the algorithm to do this thing. The most, the most, you know, efficient way, you know, Um, where I think a lot of the British take on all of that tends to be like, okay, well let's just say that they own that. And we're not going to worry about doing anything better. We're just going to do our version of it. And I think in that space of having like a fuck it kind of creative freedom, they just end up doing far more interesting shit sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting, you know, bring up hip hop because that's uh hip hop. You don't get hip hop without craft work because you need the electronic beat and you don't get craft work without American rock music getting filtered through British stuff. I'm probably, this is probably like totally woefully inaccurate, but I feel like I'm shooting somewhere towards the target. Um, It's just, it's interesting how it's all connected, you know? Yeah. There's definitely a fusion that goes on. And if you really want to to have your mind blown, listen to some Shibuya K. um, This Japanese pop music from like late nineties, I think. And it's totally just, it's a regurgitation and a reimagining of American pop with bossa Nova mixed in with like Disney (laughs) mixed in with like the British uh, influence. It's like, it's all this giant blender and it, what and it, and it's done in a way that's like, like purposely like whimsical, but not over, not, but not a joke. It's, it's, uh, I guess what the point I'm trying to get to is that like the the conversation that these cultures and these, you know, types of music end up having with each other is really kind of interesting and cool to think about. Um, Let's see. Top three. Um, Radiohead Bowie. I'm in my third British, like rock or just music. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
fuck it, Roxy Music is the first, only thing that's coming to my mind. Roxy Music. Yeah. Um, and then top three, American. Shit. Uh, American girl. Uh, God, if I have to go. F- okay, no, Modest Mouse. Oh, getting um, envy. Yeah. Now, I, again, uh, I wasn't doing like my favorite three American oh, bands, oh, but like oh, okay. I'm, I'm trying to do like if I had to send like ambassadors to like the oh, Olympics, right? Saying. You okay, know, okay. I, I, I got to do like the biggest ones, like right? The- no, okay. In that case, then yeah, yeah. No, I, I see what you're saying, and it's it's uh, you're right. America sucks, and um, so yeah. You know, okay. Do you know what a, a weird thing is that you just reminded me of with your with your Japanese? Um, I I discovered this thing on Twitter mm-hmm. that I was searching things and I kept I I kept coming across results like every single thing that I searched I got a K-pop thing in there. Mm. Um, meaning like no matter what word I searched, there was always that word always was in some kind of tweet that had a K-pop picture or a GIF or something. Um, and I was like, this is really weird. Like, why is that? So I'm going to give me any random word that you can think of. Not nothing Ooh, like, I like this game. nothing like crazy, but just a, just a normal toaster. word. Toast. I'm going to put in toaster and I'll see if this still happens. Cause it, it really blew my mind. And, is your Twitter trying to get you to listen to K-pop? I, j- I just think that they're infiltrating, K-pop's infiltrating uh, the world. So, um, okay, I got some anime, which isn't the same thing. Let me see. Anime. Anime, anime. Yeah, it's, it, why is anime coming? That's just so weird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? It might be listening to you. And because you said, like, Japanese pop so i don't know maybe okay so i I think maybe the k-pop thing has passed okay but um for like a few months like any random terrifying yeah it's really weird but there is a lot of anime which is again what is that (laughs) has that been give me another word tentacles oh god (laughs) (laughs) you son of a bitch Type it in. <laughs> well, this is Twitter, so. Um, and, <laughs> it seems to be anime. Not, well, not, not terribly. What, not what you're thinking of, though. <laughs> Video what, games. What do you think I'm thinking of? I just like tentacles. Um, anime, anime. I think anime is a new K-pop. Give me another word. Juicy. Juicy. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if I get any anime or any K-pop. Anime. Wow, this what? is so Okay, let's try to break let's try to break it. Um Taco. All right. Okay. Taco. Okay. Go past the first few, which are just going to be tacos. We'll get into the meat of it. <laughs> um, okay, you might have broken it. Broken it? Bro- you broken it. You might have uh, figured out what they haven't got yet. 
which is Taco. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. All right. No anime. Got a Pepe the Frog. Well, that's good. <clears throat> I think. No, it's oh, not. Got an anime. Okay. Anime? Oh, damn it. I mean, I had, uh, a, I had, a, I had a scroll a little bit. Anyway. Uh, uh, Goatsy. We'll stop because this is <laughs> sure not fun for our... Tub girl. Anyway. Um, don't, nobody look that up. Um, no, seriously. Like, really, really, I'm not joking. Do not look that up. Uh, okay, so unless you need, unless you want to hear fame again with fresh ears knowing that Mr. Jonathan Lennon is involved, all I have left is Golden Years. Let's do it. Theme song from everyone's favorite TV show, Golden Girls. Like this, yeah. Well, this is nice and catchy, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, um, it's quite pleasing to my ears. Mm-hmm. Which Beatles song does it sound like, Josh? Actually reminds me of a Wings song. A what? A Wings song. Oh, um, really? No. <laughs> okay. Now yeah, this, this is rumors. Oh yeah. Rumors that this was written for Elvis, but I don't know how true that is. But I do like imagining Elvis singing this. So you basically heard the song. Do you want? I'm good. What are you? Okay. What are your thoughts on the song? I fucking love this song. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I, I I like a lot of the imagery of it. The whole run for the shadows and like it's super upbeat, but it's like super fucking dark. Like especially he's. This was recorded at like really really dark period in his life, but he was also. You know, anyway, we don't need to get into the biography of it, but like the song itself is just, I love the catchiness of it. And then how the closer you get to it and the closer you analyze it, it's like, oh, this is absolute despair and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I like it. Nice. You want a little fresh dose of fame or are you good? No, I'm good. I don't need to hear fame again. I, um, Where, where does that where does that even leave us? What I'm I'm, I'm afraid. Well, did you keep that bird? No. Um, Courtney uh, put it on the railing. Mm. I told her, at my direction. I was like, put it on because she she swore that the mom was like in the tree right right next to her balcony. Right. I have a feeling so. this is going to be a sad story. <laughs> <laughs> she no, she she put it on the railing and then like the bird jumped off, like, oh. committed suicide. But it, oh my it god, was, no no, it, it was it was flapping its wings and like landed in the bush and then like mm. a bird, another bird came through and Courtney swears that it was its mom. So there you I, go. I think all that's right in the world that it's it's it it went home to its mommy. So it's there we go. That's good for the listeners. Um, my my cat brought in like a baby bird into our apartment and yeah yeah. And this cat is like, wouldn't hurt a fly kind of creature. 
Yeah. As far as I can tell. Um, Didn't hurt it. So where does this leave us? Do you, would you like to explore? Okay. So would you like to explore more Bowie in a more up close way? Yeah. We don't have to decide where this podcast is going to go. I just meant for like right now in this moment. Um, But uh, we can just fucking stop recording and say end it. No, well, let's let's see what 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 do our fans want? What are the like fifty people who are listening? Um, uh, They want to hear more (laughs) Beatles or more Bowie? Oh, that's that's a good question. And by Beatles, we mean of course the solo. Right. Well, here's the thing is about that is that a lot of our, a lot of the people who interact with us on Dan hates the Beatles. Uh, we love Dan hates the Beatles on Facebook group. Uh, and you get the idea. Um, yeah. A lot of them are f- people who I have met through my years on the teenage wildlife, David Bowie message board from years ago. Um, so I, which, I'm, I'm about to get some backlash is what you're saying. No, I don't think so. I think, okay. honestly, I think if anything, I'm going to get a ton of shit from, um, a lot of people for getting f- basic facts wrong because or for mainly not be- him in the right way. Well, no, just, just for now. So basically the, the role that I've played on that, uh, website years ago was I basically just just tormented everyone constantly, which big surprise. Right. Um, and so I feel like, (laughs) I feel like there's going to be a lot of that thrown back at me, which I'm prepared for. (laughs) There's going to be a reckoning. (laughs) Um, yeah. So I think if we put it out there to say, um, if you have a preference, please let us know. Um, yeah. Otherwise, we'll you sound like one of the weasels from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wise guy. Wait, that's what's going Put him in the dip. Um. By the way, my Twitter. I I don't I don't know if I've ever given out my Twitter, man. I I don't know the people who who have tweeted me about the podcast. Yeah. I'm always surprised. I'm like. Wait, did I give out my Twitter on the show? And I don't think I did, which makes me think. But I do have a link to the show in my Twitter bio, so maybe people go. have like stumbled upon my Twitter profile somehow. Which I have like I don't know, like thirty listeners. Not, I mean, uh, followers. Yeah. But um, my Twitter is JG Cinema at JG Cinema. If you wanna, if you want to, um, I mean, I don't even. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Like, I don't have a Twitter presence really. I just kind of. How about this? Why don't we do whatever? The first person who tweets at you, whatever they tell us. The first person to tweet at me, Beatles or Bowie, is that's what our next episode's gonna be. And that doesn't mean that we can't go back to either of them. It's just that's just what the next thing will be. Yes. So so I'm gonna tweet at you right now. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. No, I can I, I I like just opening that up to just this one person that 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 can change the course of history forever. Yeah. So what was that handle again? Uh, Not like J- people can't. Go- JG Cinema. I, I I used to be a filmmaker and like right. so I was like I should get a Twitter just so I could be a part of this Twitter world and I was like I'll make it 
like a, about my filmmaking. I was like JG Cinema, and so JG Wentworth, yeah, eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> um, no tweet uh, <laughs> at me, bro. Yeah, at at Josh. Some financial advice. If you want more Bowie, it's hashtag. I have a structured settlement, and I need Bowie now. <laughs> <laughs> and you better be structured. You do it. <laughs> and for the Beatles, for Beatles. It, <laughs> it's for a great low rate you can get online. Go to the Beatles <laughs> and save some time. Okay. The first person to actually do <laughs> one of those things, that's what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, I think I think I think we did Lord, the Lord's work here. Yes. All okay. Right. All right. Uh, bye. Bye. We love you.